So today we have a legend on the show, La Gloria de Cuba, tan, tararán, tan, tan, Rubén Rabasa. We can't wait to share him with you. Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have. The only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. Never the emptiness, my mother always says. Spread your wings and fly, you can always come back to rest. Never the emptiness, my mother always says. Wherever you may go to grow, this will always be your home. We have to start over. Let's start over. <laughs> this is what happens when you put friends on a special podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Never the Empty Nest with Vanessa, that's me, and Nicole, and my mom, who's really far today because she doesn't want to use my mic because she's a total germaphobic freak. She's, she says she's <laughs> she hearing mucus, mucus. So, so she cannot deal with it, and this is what we're doing. We have two guests today, and because this, this is a super special episode for real, we have the wonderful, legendary Ruben Rabasa and the amazing director, Victoria Collado, not just because she's my creative partner, is the true thing. Say hi, Vicky. Hi. Ruben, say hello. Hi. 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 <laughs> and we're on today because all of us, we have this giggly environment because all of us are making a show together. And it's a show about Ruben. Do you want to introduce him, Vicky? Okay, introduce Ruben. Tell us everything that he's done. She doesn't mind the infested mic. That's right. So she's going to talk more than my mom today. It's also because I spend all my time with Vanessa, so it's 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 already... If yeah. it's going to happen, it's going to yeah. happen. Okay, now I've got an ex from, <laughs> from Jackie. <Yep. laughs> but to introduce Ruben, we met Ruben when we were doing the Amparo Experience. Nikki was in it too, so this is actually like a big reunion. Yes. And yes. Ruben has this quality of making everybody fall in love with him immediately. He's an actor who's been in everything. You guys have seen him. If you're in the Spanish-speaking world from a, from a minute ago, you saw him in Sabo Gigante. Then he's been in Adam Sandler's film and Colin Firth films and Father of the Bride the other day, now going on HBO Max. Superstar. All the films. Corte Tropical, uh, Amigos. And recently, he was the meme of 2019 as focus group man from I Think You Should Leave, which was pretty amazing. So, Ruben yes. is now has a one-person show at Gable Stage that is on July 14th. So, you look that up and you're going to be able to see this shenanigans play out live. Now, Ruben, what is it like to have a one-person show ahora, right now, at 84 years old? Sorry, I said your age. I'm, because I'm crazy. I mean, you know, with 84 years old, how can I go? I got the nerves to go do one main show and in English. My God, <laughs> it makes it completely different. But anyway, I, I'm so happy that I can do this show because it's, it's like a recollection of all my life. And as long as I can help people, human people, with my show to understand what is good in life. Like, you know, that, that's why I always use a rule of three. And my rule of three, I always say that because 
Porque en, en español quiere decir que cuando tú usas la regla del 3, tú siempre vas a encontrar un answer to any of your questions. When you use the rule of three, you will have an answer to all of your questions. Also, the show is called Rubenology. Did I say that? No. Rubenology, the making of an American legend. That's what it's called, the That's show. Right. So Ruben shares his Rubenology from living eight decades on the earth with us. And yeah, how has it been, Vicky, to direct Ruben? Um, <laughs> no, I'm, bothering, I'm bothering him. But it's been, it's been fun. I think that there's a, a bunch of recorded Zooms that explains our three, like the relationship between the three of us. And how we've kind of turned into grandfather and two granddaughters. Or father. Or tío. You know. Tío Walter. <laughs> tío Walter. Um, but it's tío been Walter. fun. It's been a lot of negotiation, I would say. Y como, how has it been for you, Ruben, working with us crazy people over here? Well, like I said, you know, I feel like by my rule of three, that's you, you that's the writer, Vicky, that is the director, and me, that I am the actor, and that's the answer. The answer was that when I got together with you two, it makes it easy for me to tell my the story better, better, to be honest with you. Pero, Rube, do we drive you crazy, or do we drive you crazy? Yes, you drive me crazy. No, you're not. You're not. Okay, the children are not coming in and it's being in a crazier podcast. This is a, like we said, it's really special. It's a very special yeah. one. Mom, Do you know how many times my kids have walked in while we're doing my, my podcast? It's just, uh, it's never the empty nest. What can I say? <laughs> this is a super full Literally. nest. Literally. Look at Ruben. He's. I, Let me tell you, Ruben has had to rehearse with all my kids around, so... It's all good. You know. It's all good. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. i tell you one thing. If I do the rehearsal with the kids, I can do it with thousands of people. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Kids And are, two dogs. And two, did, and, and two dogs. <laughs> In every house, there's something that Ruben has dogs. to deal with. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. What is one thing that you want people to leave with after they see your show about you? Like here, they want to go see the show, and this is what they left the theater with. Con esto se fueron del teatro. I think the one thing that I wanted to leave after me is, is what really happened in real life. When you, at, at the beginning of your life, you, you learn, then you create, and then you teach what you learn and create to the new generation. So that's what I, I do in, with my show. I try to teach what I learn and I try them to understand that life is beautiful and there's no, uh, and anything that happened to you, problem, solution, problem, solution. Don't get stuck, continue, continue, because sooner or later, every, all that is gonna help you. It's gonna help you in the future and life and spiritually. Because when we come over here, we, let, we come to this, planning to learn and that's it that's nothing else that we can do we have to just follow that follow that rule and i have to say that there's also a lot of shenanigans in the show we learn through all the stories so meaning we actually experience him going through all these crazy stories that he's had in his life what's your favorite thing that you could share that won't give the thing away vicky there is a common thread of ruben's naivete 
or belief in human beings or in situations that gets him into messes, but also makes it a very magical life. Like, and even the stories that aren't in the play themselves, Ruben has always has these very majestic stories. And I think it's because he actually believes that the human being, it comes with a good heart and then it's proven otherwise. I mean, there's also like a bunch of birds. <laughs> there's a ton of birds in this thing. And there's, um, let's do popcorn. There's birds, cars. Kitchens. Cafecito. Patelitos. Well, there can't be a Cuban story without a kitchen. I mean, forget it. I mean. All of those things. Oh, there's dead people. A dead man. But we're not going to mm-hmm. tell you what that means. It's super. Yeah. It's not creepy. It's not yeah. creepy. It's funny. It's part of life. Yeah. Mom, do you have any questions for Ruben? Because we're going to reverse this I thing. have questions. Okay. Um, because we're talking about nests and how you create your nests. You're born within a nest, but then you create nests. And you've, you've lived in Miami and you've lived in L.A. Have you ever lived anywhere else other than L.A. and Miami? New York. New York. New York. So, in Cuba. Well, obviously Cuba, yes. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, but yeah. You know, what were the main differences of those nests? And what did you love about them? Cuba was the country that I was born. Right. And I was, until, I was there until I was 17 years old. But it was the beginning of my life. And, and, and for me, nothing makes sense. And I just want to have fun and think. When I came to New York City, that's the whole thing changed. Because I thought New York was going to be, I don't know, from another planet. You know, like I used to see, I used to watch the movie called Flash Gordon movie. And when I come to New York, I see, I thought everything was going to be, you know, from machines and things like that. It wasn't like that. <laughs> and I, it wasn't like that at all. I, I remember that I, I moved to 137 on Broadway and it was where that song would come out and it has a terrible sound. And then the buildings with all the fire stairs outside, like when, when, when uh, like a West Side Story, and then a smoke coming out from the from the bottom of the floor. I thought I was in in, in the devil's place. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it was terrible. I don't know what the hell. Well, it's very different from Cuba. I know, completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, I tell you one thing that it, it really, really changed my the New York look to me. When my mother brought me to Central Park, and it was in uh, the 25th of December, and the temperature was below zero, even though that my nose and my ears are going to fall down on the floor, and the snow started falling down, and less than 10 or 15 seconds, the whole park was white. Yeah. Like a a Christmas car. And I thought I was in another. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I remember that I used to play with my brother and my mother with the snow. And it was the most incredible moment of togetherness and love. I love it. Then I moved to Miami. And it was I going back to Cuba again, but talking English. <laughs> People, people talking in Spanish was talking English. Uh, but then the, the music, the people, everything was great, you know, so I have fun. Then I say I want to go to L.A. because that's where Hollywood is and that's where all the, uh, you know, the, I, I cannot die without going to Hollywood. 
And you know what's happening when I was in uh, when I was in Miami, I did a lot of movies and I always get killed. So I thought maybe I can get a movie in Hollywood that I don't get <laughs> that I would be alive. <laughs> and I did. I got a movie that I was through the whole script with the movie. And when I look up at the movie, I was a ghost. I was already dead. I said, every time that I come out, I was dead. <laughs> I say, okay, Ruben, take it easy. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun with the dead guy. <laughs> that is an adventure of nests, is yeah. what I would say. A lot of nests. Yeah, I know. But that's what has made your life so interesting. You've had so many stories to tell. It's true. That's right. That's right. And, and everyone, that every story that I, that, that I mention is not being like, you know, that's something... Uh, it's something bad for me. No, I, I'm feeling everything is great. Everything is good because even if if you get good thing is good and if you get bad thing is good because they both teach you. They both teach you to grow that's as true. a human being. And that's that's and we have to be. And it's impossible that your whole life is perfect. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. I mean, you made the. You made your life, and you made your life, and you know where you're going with your life. You know what you're going with your life, and you you gamble by saying, I'm going to do this, no matter what, I'm going to do it. But then when it comes out, knowing the way that you're thinking, you say, oh my God, I'm, I'm such a bad luck. No, it's not a bad luck. You were the one who brought that problem. So now you right. fix it. Now you fix it. Ruben, hi, I'm Jackie. Um, Hi, I'm good, you? but you're doing very good. I'm very happy to see you. Me too. Me Thank too. you. You have very exciting secondary nests. What I want to know is you described a scene in New York with your mother and your brother, which is probably your primary nest. So how has that experience of being the son of your mother especially influence and help you to do all these great movements that you've done in all these different places? One of the main things of the uh, uh, human being that they forgot a word that is very important in life, and, and that, word, that word is responsibility. And for me, it, that is very important. No, no matter what anything. My mother said to me, you have to go to work, so I go to work. But that, that doesn't stop me for what I want to be. And then I can, I can manage to do what, what I'm supposed to do at the moment and continue doing the other stuff. And my mother was there always to help me, to help me. She was there right anytime I needed, she was there. Don't worry, you're going to do it. You're going to make it. And, that, and that's... That, that's what it is, you know, the uh, communication that I have with her. And sometimes we don't even, talk, uh, we don't even have to talk about. We, mentally, we, we know what we, we, what we want each other, you know. Do you still feel that to this day? With my mom? Of course. Of course. My mom doesn't know that this is what is at the center of the play, but there is a lot of, um, well, just go see it, but there's a lot of this heart in the play as the center of it. Is there anything that you want to say or ask, Vicky? We ask him stuff every day of our lives on a re like a, on a script basis, on a blocking, on a this, on a that, anything 
that you want to add or share? Well, about- I, I think it's a question for him, but something that I, you know, when you first all started talking about the nest and and Jackie, how you had talked about how you always wanted to do this or like the concept of that. It's very similar to how I grew up, right? I live next door to my parents. And so what Ruben has embedded in, I think, our lives is that it's not just with family, but that you can have that with friendships. And I think like, what is a friend nest? Because I think that Ruben has very deep relationships Obviously, he has a very deep relationship with us, but we've seen him meet people and create nests. Like he's an automatic nest maker. And so he's a bird. Like he was in Amparo and he made a nest out of all those people. He went to do Father of the Bride and then he made like extra grandchildren. And then he goes somewhere and he makes more. And so I guess the, the question, Ruben, is what do you think is the basis of being a good friend that then forms those little nests, forms those families, those forever families. Number one, remember all my immediate family is already dead. I'm alone with what I'm, what I mean, along with family, real family. So what's the best thing after that? Friends. Friends are the most important thing. Because even though that we're born alone and we die alone, when we are in this planet, we have to be with people. We gotta be, we, we need to be together. And we need to love and trust each other. Even if you don't trust it, you gotta trust it. Eventually, people will understand. Because sometimes there's so much hate and so much problem in the world that the, some people right away, they put a wall. And if I put a wall, <laughs> who's going to go through those two walls? If I throw my wall down, this one is going to fall down, no matter what. It's interesting to see on Father the Bride, like we went to the other premiere together and we saw him see people that you had known forever, like Marta, and then people that you had just met and were already family. Uh, but the tie between, uh, you know, actors that you've worked with forever is super strong. Like, desde cuando conoces a Marta? Oh, my God. I, bought, I'm all, I, I made Marta in 1967. 1967. Wow. 1967. She plays Gloria's mom in this. Oh, in this. I was, I was like, okay. Gloria's mom? Yeah, Gloria's mom. Yeah, she plays Gloria's mom. So we were, you know, with them together, and she was like, oh, I know everything about him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, I, I really, I mean, I like Oreste. You don't know Oreste. That's another friend of mine. Yes, I know Oreste. Oreste came to my yeah, house. I know that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. He told me. He told me about it. Yeah, that's right. Oreste is a, is a character. It is a character. And I know Oreste yeah. since 1965. You know what I mean? And, wow. And, 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 <laughs> it drives you crazy, I tell you that much. But, but you know, he 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 can live without me. <laughs> Every time he called me, he called me, he called me. I said, don't call me. And I, I remember one day because he talked so much bullshit. And <laughs> one day 
he, uh, you know, there was a group of friends um, sitting uh, having lunch, and I come in into the place and I say, ah, ya está Oresto otra vez hablando mierda. <laughs> so, you know, everybody said to say to Oresto, you know what Ruben said? He said, yeah, you talk a lot of shit. Oresto, ah, I don't pay too much. I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> how many times do you, I mean, how many times a week, I guess, does, does he call you daily, weekly? Oresto? Yeah. Yeah, Oresto called me, uh, 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 no, well, two or three times in the week. In okay. the week, you know, and then you got Roberto Escobar, another oh, right. case. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then I have another one, René Laván, then I got Sully Montero, then I have Mercedes Enrique, and all these people I know for years, for years, for years. And then, you know, the funny thing, they get jealous. You know, yeah. I would, uh, 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 I couldn't even call me, or, you know, and things like that, you know, but I can be everywhere. So that's what I mean. <laughs> It's, it's impossible. So, you know, I, li I live alone, but I don't live alone. Yeah. 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 You know what that's I mean? for sure. Yeah. I think mm. that's amazing. Oh, there's the phone. Guess what? There's it's Orete Matachena. I call you later. That's hilarious. Um, we did a reverse this time. So, I think that to go out of this podcast, we should talk about our day. <laughs> We always yeah, we start usually, with our day, yeah. but we were like, hey, just kidding. We're just going to go straight right into this one and make a mess. So why don't we do the reverse, which we, Ruben, just so you know, in todos los podcasts, siempre empezamos. We always begin. I don't know why I'm deciding to talk in Spanish all of a sudden. Because yeah, it's yeah. Ruben. It's, it's um, my fault. It is my fault. It's totally. My fault. But we start every podcast just talking about what happened to us today or this week that we want to share, like one thing that's that's going on. So, you know, like I could tell you that I'm standing in front of my door that fell my closet door that fell for example <laughs> it's been that kind of a week um i <laughs> and my my daughter is not sleeping at all and she literally ran around the house like a m little maniac throughout the entire night climbing the 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 sofa and i could just hear her all over the house i had to go chase her bring her back i had to lock the door it was just Lily like a did thing that the door two. fell it was a lot so and that I'm just a little hint of my day. Vicky, what about yours? Or week or whatever. Something highlighting. And you need a time to think about it. I can give it to my mom. If you think that a edible little toddler mm -hmm. is a problem, a challenge, then try to live with a 90-year-old mother. Yeah. <laughs> who is losing her mind. Her marbles. Falls. Nothing happens to her. And doesn't sleep and keeps the household going during the night. I don't know what to tell you. And I don't know what to do about it. Ruang, how was your week, month, day, or even your year? Well, oh, my God. I, I, I don't know if I should say this, but last night I was sleeping. And when I, I, I don't like to sleep with clothes, I like to sleep naked. Yeah, I get it. So I, I walk up, I, I, I got to go to the bathroom, no? And I hear that the door, the front door was loose. So instead of going to the bathroom because I was half asleep, I went right into the door. And I, at that moment, I thought it was the door of the bathroom. And I opened. <laughs> Thank God there was nobody there. Like, you know, I, 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 I said, oh my God, no, this is not the bathroom. Boom, and I closed the door. So then I went to the bathroom. <laughs> to Ruben's defense, the bathroom is right next to 
the door of the house. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's that's like what, that's, that's, it literally right next. I'm to glad it. that you've been in my house. So you yeah. know what I told you. Yeah, about. so it does not that's totally right. crazy. We did have a friend once who peed in my sister's closet. Yes, we're not gonna name names. Well, yes. Yeah, she was very intoxicated on an Oscar party that I used to throw really we fun. We adore Oscars. her. We still adore we, you if you're listening. We to still. Them are friends with her and she w just went way too out of control <laughs> fell asleep in my bed all of a sudden i woke up <laughs> from my sister's bed and went to my room she was gone and she left a pee pee present in my bathroom i mean in my closet floor she thought it was <laughs> the bathroom that was really fun to pick up and got on jewelry and accessories it was um special well, Ruben, I'm glad you brought up this subject because apparently this happens often. People confused. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You yeah, in my mom's house. My other friend peed, almost peed in my mom's closet because he was so drunk. Wow, yeah. We live in an apartment. <laughs> it's not a big apartment. Nikki was at home with her friends from college, but they had graduated from college for some reason. He was sleeping over because with, he got. We made him stay. He couldn't drive home. We made him stay. We yeah. had dinner party. We made him stay. That's right. This was years yeah, ago. Yeah, he fell asleep on the couch. Stay, on the couch. and he fell asleep on the couch. And I, Ruben, something like what happened to you? I was in my room, asleep, and I also like to sleep how you sleep. Yeah, me too. And so I said, "Oh my God, a noise!" I thought, "What happened?" I hear this noise. I get up. I said, "Someone's in my closet." <laughs> <laughs> I opened the door. And there he is, circling my closet, trying to find a toilet. No, you, first you hear his pants drop. Yes. Oh, well, no. I <laughs> heard and saw. That was and so good. <laughs> I said to the bathroom, the toilet is over there. And he, to this day, he doesn't he remember doesn't that. Remember Did you ever tell him? Nikki? I don't think so. I might have told him like you were super drunk and walked into my mom's room. Maybe. Tell him in secret he's a very respectable. He's yes. So respectable. No, he's no. like the most respectable. Yeah. That's what's so crazy about it. Well, he's <laughs> like, oops. He had oh God, that's funny. he had that's a way funny. too much pee pee stories. Too much alcohol. But your date. My date. Yes. You know, I knew this question was coming. I thought we had skipped. I was like, okay, we're good. And then no, it came. And I, I was like, you have to have an answer for this. I don't have one. Um, this week, very surrounded by dogs and pee. Both in, uh, it's like both Stormcloud and Sandy decided to get on a pee cycle. See, it does come back to pee. Yeah. It's like a pee cycle. So they both are, are peeing at all places all the time. Oh, gosh. Uh, both of our houses, which I, I, I feel is just like the theme. You know what I think it is? They're jealous of Ruben. <laughs> We're spending so much time with you. They're like, excuse me. You need to spend time with us instead of Ruben. Yes. So... Guys, the point of all this is go see Rubenology and you're going to love Ruben. Did you have something? No, Nico's day. Nico, I skipped no. you. Okay, go. Oh, my day was good. Lily's at her, Lily's old enough now where the past few months I've been dropping her off for playdates at her best friend's house and it's so weird and cute. Um, that That's it. And I just feel relieved. I mean, it's a weird thing, but she's getting older. And it's weird. It's just going into second grade. But no, my day has been okay. I just feel like super tired today. I don't know if it's the rain. It's been pouring here. Wow, weird. She's in LA. I'm in LA, but it's June gloom here. But really, it never, ever... I feel like I'm in Miami. It's very humid outside, and it was like 
crazy thunderstorms that woke me up in the middle of the night and like pouring, pouring rain all morning. Uh, yeah, sometimes that happened in my in California. Yeah, some yeah, it, no, it, I, it's I used to yeah, live there. Yeah, it like doesn't rain for like months, and then for two days it's rain, 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 which is terrible because it's good because we need it, but then it's like too yeah. much too soon, and then mudslides. It's kind of messy, but we do need the water, so it's good. You know, it's so funny yeah. because people here freak out when it rains, even driving, and I'm like, guys, this is a drizzle. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know something? When I when I moved to LA with my mom, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. my mom loved the house in the mountain. I said, oh, song, I want you to move to one of the houses in the mountain. And then there was raining, raining, and one of the houses fall down. My mother said, don't move to the mountain. <laughs> Listen, it's very beautiful, but I wouldn't want to live up, up, up in the hills and the mountains because, you know, fires and mudslides and all those things, they scare me. I know, I know. And it's very difficult, you know, every time that you have to go to a store. It's a mission. You have to drive all the way down to then go back on stage. No, no, no. It's a pain in the neck. F the California. Yeah, but I do love California <laughs> yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. I love being here, to be honest. In never raining California. Remember that song? <laughs> no. I said to them, bullshit. It was raining once in a while. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when it rains, it pours. Yeah. That's um, right. Well, no, thank you, Ruben, for being on our show. I'm very, very happy to be in your show. Anytime you want me, I can come back. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, we amazing. love you. Well, maybe we'll do it in the middle of the in the middle of the run. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. A recap. A recap, A recap yeah. where, where where we're more you know less silly at the beginning. <laughs> or more silly, or more it's silly. Okay. More silly, silly is good. <laughs> yeah, or more silly. People love to be silly. People love yeah. to be silly. That's right. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So thank you everybody for listening to us, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Never the Empty Nest. Yes. We got through. <laughs> <laughs>